Allow me to be brutally honest. There are times I get up, look at the news headlines, and I just want to go back to bed and say, Lord, when are you coming back? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Yeah, there are times I look at the news stories that are out there, the things that are going on in our world, and you, you, you go, Lord, how much longer can we put up with this? How, how crazy are we going to become before you return? Are we going to be going stark, raving, mad as a people? I, I'm looking at some of the news stories of this week and, and things over the past several years. I've got one thing I'm going to have a little bit of fun with in a few minutes to kind of remind you of all the scary headlines we've been enduring for over a half century and how they were all used to, shall we say, push an agenda. And they were never true. They were all lies. We know it now, or you should know it now. Many people still don't know. So many people, they don't pay enough attention. They forget the crisis of 10 years ago that never materialized, but they're still believing in the new crisis we're told to believe in today. And if I know people in their 70s that have forgotten the last 20 or 30 crises that never materialized, but they still hang on to the crisis du jour and all the foolishness that's attached the propaganda watching a news story I guess it was a couple of nights ago how much money people like George Soros invest into the mainstream media it's mega millions of dollars he owns the mainstream media he's turned what should be the fourth estate you may have forgotten that term from your understanding of civics and American history But the founding fathers of the United States believed in a free press that should be the watchdog of the government. Not owned by a political ideology that also pushes unscientific silliness, nonsense, and mortal dangers. We don't have that media anymore that we were supposed to have. It has been bought and paid for. I don't even trust a lot of the stuff that comes out of Fox News and Newsmax. You know that if you've listened to me over and over and over again, even they and some of their so-called conservative hosts buy into nonsensical garbage because their corporate handlers say so. If your paycheck in the millions of dollars is subject to your contract and your employer. They will allow you to talk about certain things that are not threatening to the global cause. It just sounds like it. Have you ever thought about this? The elites allow us to war among ourselves. And the elites control both the conservative, the mainstream conservative media, And the other mainstream leftist lunatic media, like the Washington Compost, the New York Slimes, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, you know, the whole crowd. They they run it all. 
and they allow just a, they they allow enough difference so we can be fighting among ourselves while we don't even watch the big picture at all. And I'm increasingly uh, I'm increasingly understanding that as I've gotten older that we are living in this fishbowl and we're allowed to do certain things within the confines of that fishbowl and if you push beyond that fishbowl you're going to get a lot of pushback fox is allowed to do what they do as long as they're pro-vaccine for the most part oh they got a couple of hosts that'll question it newsmax same thing there are certain narratives you're not really allowed to talk about in your newscast we talk a lot about the globalist in this world and and i've got several stories that i've been wanting to get to if i get to them today great if not well it's going to be another day before i can We are bombarded on a daily basis with news stories full of fear and news stories that if you are a conservative or if you happen to be a Christian, a Bible-believing Christian, some of these stories will make your blood boil. No, the idea, the idea that, you know, a St. Louis Children's Hospital is telling Missouri educators to keep student breastbinding a secret from parents. Why would they do that? Why would a hospital think that it's all right? Number one, I don't trust the medical system any longer since Obamacare, and I was already doubtful before. It is fascist care, period, today in America. We are not that far behind Canada, the United Kingdom, or anywhere else where there's socialized medicine. We are fascist medicine. I'm learning that firsthand with what I'm dealing with. I'm thankful that I still have some people who individually are still trying to do the right thing. And they will tell you privately it's getting harder and harder with each passing year. 30-second synopsis. When I was a kid, doctors had their own practice. They could practice medicine without anybody telling them what to do and being questioned by every pharmaceutical corporation around. They did what they did, and most of them did very well. Today, it's almost impossible to be a doctor with your own private office and practice. Just can't do it. You need to have an association of many doctors and you need to be part of a larger group. And many are. I know many doctors in Florida, they've they've sold out their practice to Cleveland Clinic and others. So they don't have to worry about all this stuff. And so these companies then become the agent of the government. The government tells Cleveland Clinic what to do and how to run their practice. And the practice, you know, Cleveland Clinic then tells the doctors, this is what you're going to do. You can't you can't uh, prescribe hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin for for COVID nineteen because the CDC says we can't do it. We're not going to do it, and if you do do it, we're not going to get paid for, it and you're going to get fired. Fascist healthcare, and so a hospital in St. Louis is telling Missouri educators we're talking like you know 
fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade to keep breast binding a secret from parents. It's none of their business. That, that hospital should be shut down. Not sued, shut down. And start it over again until you can clean the house of the syphilis brain, demonic people that want to destroy and butcher a child. Until you can clean out that cancer of those that think that butchering and destroying the body of a young child is normal until those people, those demons are removed from the medical practice, we are in trouble. Until Obamacare, which is fascist care, is made illegal, which is never going to happen. Our medical care in the United States will be moving from first rate to second to tenth rate. And then the Biden administration wants to return a mask mandate on planes, trains, and buses. Why would they want to do that? Power and control. I thought thought he said the pandemic was over. And we know there's not one legitimate study anywhere in the world in the past 50 years, in the past 50 years, that show that a face diaper, a face mask, that, you know, that paper thing they make you wear has any effect in the presence of a virus. You know, I can remember when I worked in emergency management at the beginning of the pandemic. What did we know really in February, March, and April? I started learning a lot. That's why I walked away. Because I was not going to be a liar I was not going to lie to the people. I'm seeing the real numbers. I'm seeing the real agenda. And I'm going, this is sick. This is disgusting. This is despicable. Oh, the income was great. But my soul is not for sale that cheap. Matter of fact, it's not for sale at all. And I had to walk. Couldn't do it. I can remember being told, Bob, here's a video you need to work into one of our presentations about face diapering. That's what I call it. You know, they were saying, you know, face masking, whatever the, you know, you know, you remember. And it was a video and I don't know, I can't remember what agency produced it. It was well done. It was not only about like, you know, it was the perfect video. Understand how the propaganda machine works. A lot of you want me to look at videos, but they're like an hour, hour and a half long. I I can't do that. I don't have the time to stare at my phone for an hour, hour and a half. And I don't want to sit in my office away from my wife and, and I just don't want to do it. But this was 90 seconds long and you put it inside of a presentation that is no more than another 90 seconds to two minutes, making the whole thing just a real fast, in your face, little video that's got to be clever and localized. The importance of how we're going to save lives wearing a face covering. And I'm looking at this thing, and you know, what did I, I'm not a doctor. And there was a lot of stuff that I had forgotten from, you know, even basic biology from 50 years ago in high school. And so this video that's supposed to scare you into wearing a face diaper, showed an individual coming into this, you know, wonderful little doctor laboratory environment. And they would say, we want you to, you know, to cough or, you know, or breathe, breathe on this, 
on this Petri dish. And now we're going to come over to this other Petri dish, and we want you to put a face diaper on, then they uncover it. Now breathe on this one. (sighs) Then they come back two days later, or three days, whatever it is. This is all in a 90-second video. And the one where you were wearing the face diaper, there's like little or nothing growing. But the one that you weren't, where you coughed on it or breathed heavily on it, Ooh, it's growing all kind of stuff. What is it growing? It's not growing a virus. That's not how a virus works. A virus comes into your body and takes over a cell to use it to replicate. It doesn't grow in a sugar-filled Petri dish where there's food for a bacteria. And the other thing they don't tell you is, is the difference in size between a virus and a bacteria. If a virus is the size of a basketball or football, let's just say a virus, they say it's round. So we'll use the analogy of a basketball. Basketball is less than a foot in diameter, if 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 I remember correctly. A bacteria would be a ball the size of two or three football fields, like a thousand feet, 800 to 1200 or more feet. That little tiny thing versus that big thing. And bacteria flows in all that liquid. A virus can float in the air and float right through unimpeded. They can actually collect and you get more. And so there's not one scientific study ever done that proved a face mask will help you with a virus. But see, the Biden administration, they want that fear. We got to have more fear. We're going to extend the emergency. Let me explain why they're extending the emergency. Then I'm going to move on to something else. Two things you need to remember and never forget. Well, actually three. Number one, while it is true that the two vaccines still used in the United States, Pfizer and Moderna have a FDA approved vaccine, you're never going to get it. It's still not out there for you. What do you mean, Bob? I thought they were approved. Yeah, they approved a different vaccine. They played the biggest dog and pony show bait and switch fraud ever perpetuated by a government agency and everybody in that government agency should be fired and charged and jailed and sued for the fraud they committed rochelle walensky at the cdc the leaders of the fda every one of them should be on trial they should have no job no pension They should be in prison for the rest of their miserable, stinking lives for lying. People are believing that when they go get their booster shot, it's FDA approved. It is not. The original Comirnaty, that's the trade name, and I think it's uh, Spike Vax for Moderna, they're approved, but they only deal with the original virus, which is not even around anymore, and so you can't get it. We're on to other stuff. And there was a piece of paper missing during 
every one of these presentations that I saw, and I watched them. I, I sat in the webinar to watch the press conference, and they would talk about all these important documents you needed to see. Guess what? They weren't all there. I found one of them. Finally, it took me weeks. And it pretty much said, yeah, we're approving this, but you can still, as long as there's an emergency out there, and as long as we still have the, you know, the crisis, you can still use the um, the emergency use authorized where you're not liable for anything and nobody can sue anybody and you're home free and insurance and the government will pay for all the doses. You know, you know that Pfizer's revenue more than doubled in one year? I mean, that their profits in one year more than doubled. I wonder why. It was their emergency use authorized vaccine. They did the dog and pony show and the one you can't get and still can't get. And if Joe Biden had not extended the emergency, I think, what is it, till April right now? The emergency use authorization would go bye-bye. And suddenly they would have to have an FDA-approved vaccine. And suddenly they would be liable for any damage these vaccines are causing. And Pfizer and Moderna don't want that. So before the midterm election, oh, the, the pandemic is over. Now that the election is over, the pandemic is back on. What nonsense. What nonsense. And so they're going to keep extending this and extending this and extending this and ignoring the people that are just falling dead for no apparent reason that they just can't figure out but it's it's not the vaccine. We know it's not the vaccine. It can't be the vaccine. That person didn't get sick or fall over because of the vaccine. We know it's not that, but we don't know what it is. That is the biggest pile of manure I've ever heard in my life. To say we know it. I watched when that player, his name will hit me in a minute, uh, with Buffalo, Buffalo Bills collapsed in the field. Everybody tried to claim what it was, which it isn't. But they spent a lot of time saying, but it isn't the vaccine. (laughs) It isn't a booster. It isn't this. It isn't that. Because we're not allowed to know. We're manipulated every day. And we, we need to rethink how we live our lives, what is important in our life. I can't be, we, we, look, I'll, I'll keep giving you the news, but I can't just keep doing this without a solution. There are too many programs out there, too many videos, too many podcasts, too many video podcasts that are out there. They'll give you all the bad news you can use, and then they'll sell you some, you know, something. I don't want to do that. I want to make sure you understand the news, understand the direction, and see it in the light of God's word. Right now, for example, World Economic Forum is meeting this week. And and they're avoiding certain terms. I wonder why. Because I think some people, they're beginning to realize that some people are catching on. 
But the experts are still saying there's a planetary crisis that demands immediate action. That's what the experts are saying. And notice the reprobates, and I call them that because that's what they are. Anybody that believes in abortion is a reprobate. Anybody that believes in abortion will stand before Jesus Christ and he will tell them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you doer of evil. These mega billionaires, over a thousand private jets to get their their fannies to Davos so they can be among the elite, eating the caviar, staying in the finest hotels at that resort with 5,000 troops for security. Yeah, John Kerry, he's there. J.B. Prickster, governor of Illinois, he's there just sucking it all up. And Rhino governor from Georgia, Brian Kemp, speaking today, I think. I mean, this is the world's elite that want you to own. They want to own everything, and that includes Brian Kemp. I'm sorry. He wants to be in the, He wants to be at the adult table now. He wants to be a part of this. He wants that China money. He is nothing but a fraud. I knew that he was a fraud when he had, when he appointed Loeffler for the seat vacated by Johnny Isaacson in Georgia. Because she's nothing but a rhino fraud herself. A real rhino fraud. I call, you know, the the Roswell rhinos. And, and when he did that, then I knew he was a fake conservative lying to the people. He just, you know, he just put his, he puts his finger in the air. And whichever way the wind blows today is the way he's going to go. I remember a Georgia politician. This has got to go back to like 1975 when I first came to a little town in Georgia. And and we had a mayor, very nice guy, and, and a very honest individual, hard to find nowadays. And he and I were having a little bite of lunch, and it was kind of like an informal talk. We were going to be doing a, a little radio interview. And I said, I said, Mayor, how have you survived so many years in local politics? Where everybody loves you. I mean, the guy just wins by incredible margins. And he really was a decent person. Trust me on that. He really was. He goes, Bob, it's real. He's just smiling. He goes, Bob, it's real simple. If half the people are for something and half the people are against it, I always do what the people want. And then he just smiled. And and I began to understand it's the art of politics. We don't have that art anymore. We have fraudulent people making fraudulent statements, lying to the people, claiming they're something that they're not. Look at the voting record of of Kevin McCarthy. He has a failing grade as a conservative. He's only 53% conservative, 47% to the left. But he's now the speaker, and we're supposed to believe he's Mr. Conservative. It's a lie. It's all an illusion. It's the Uniparty, if you hadn't figured it out. And so the climate crisis, the elites like Bill Gates and and John Kerry and, and a thousand and some odd others flying around in their jets saying, you've got to eliminate your carbon footprint because you're carbon, you're bad. Carbon, carbon must be neutralized. We're a carbon-based planet, you idiot. By the way, 
carbon dioxide, CO2 levels on this planet at one time were at least five times higher than they are today. And that's a time when the planet was lush and green and you could grow stuff in Iceland and Greenland and and the northern part of the UK. and, And you had a real growing season. Since one of the ice ages, we've never recuperated our normal temperatures or CO2 levels. We're still below. But no, it's a crisis because they need the crisis because without a crisis, you are uncontrollable and you have freedom. If they can find a way to say it's your freedom is causing the destruction of the planet, then we must curb your freedom. And they use this mantra of nothing but doom and gloom, and we're all going to die. Gloom, despair, and agony only. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Gloom, despair, and agony only. So the other day, While listening to all this nonsensical baloney about climate fraud, climate change, global warming, oh, it snows because of climate change, it's hot because of climate change, we have a hurricane because of climate change, all these things that have been happening for thousands upon thousands of years, normally and naturally, are all climate change today, and it's a bunch of nonsense. Bravo, Sierra. And, and all these fictitious pronouncements about fossil fuel. Fossil fuel is the biggest fraudulent term ever shoved down the throats of little children all the way through advanced college. It's a fraudulent term. And nobody wants to recognize that. Oh, no, Bob, it's a, it's a fossil fuel. Yeah, really? How? How is it a fossil fuel? Well, it just is. Russian scientists in the 1700s theorized maybe it was this gooey stuff under the ground, maybe the remnants of dead dinosaurs or whatever they thought they had. But now we're we're, we're drilling... Oh, 50 feet, 100 feet, 1,000 feet or more? No, this is not fossil fuel. This is something the earth is creating. Oh, no, 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 Bob, it can't be. It's got to be limited. So let's go look at some of the, between, between fossil fuel foolishness and climate change fraud, And all the lies and all the fear, all the propaganda, telling your little child in first grade, we're killing the polar bears because the ice caps are going to melt and they're all going to drown. I don't remember a couple of these, but I do remember a few. I remember most of these, especially the ones, but but I do remember and I've seen it. And I kind of remember... In 1966, the experts said, and the New York Times and everybody agreed, oil will be gone in 10 years. No more oil for you and your gas guzzler. 
1967. I remember this one. A dire famine will pretty much wipe out a chunk of the population of the world, a huge one in 1975. 1968, overpopulation will spread worldwide. It'll be horrible. You ready for this one? We were told by these experts, the same climatologists, frauds and phonies and World Economic Forum idiots and liars and and basically climate goons wanting to take everything from you, including your freedom and your life if they could. These satanic doers of satanic, demonic evil. That's what they all are. You're dealing with demon-possessed people that worship the planet and curse the creator. Every one of them. Oh, John Kerry, I'm a Catholic. You're a fraud. If you believe in abortion, you're nothing but you're nothing but a demonically possessed evildoer that will burn for eternity in hell. Every one of you, including Joe Biden, every one of you that vote for this abortion stuff, you're condemning your soul to an eternity in hell. Get on with the program. I'm tired of being nice about this. 1969, the experts said we will all disappear in a cloud of blue steam by 1989. I'm serious. I remember that one. 1970, Earth Day. Young kid just starting out in radio. The world is going to use up all of its natural resources by the year 2000. 1970, all urban citizens, like the ones that live in Hotlanta, Georgia, New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Phoenix, London, Paris, whatever, will need a gas mask by 1985. Not a face diaper, a gas mask. 1970, we're told within a decade or two, Nitrogen buildup will make all land unusable for growing food. 1970, decaying pollution will kill all the fish in the ocean. 1970, killer bees will wipe out all the others by 1980. 1970, I remember this. This is all the Earth Day stuff, all this early uh, 70s stuff. America will be subject to water rationing by 1974 and all food will be rationed by 1980 because we'll have no way to grow anything. It's going to be all over. 1971. New Ice Age coming. By no later than 2020, it'll be over. 1972. Well, maybe it'll come later. 1972. Oil depleted in less than 20 years, like 1992. Not, not a drop to be found. You'll be drilling empty wells. 1974, our new space satellites are showing with 100% certainty the new ice age is on the way. 1974, another ice age. So we, we know that was the biggies, the, the ice age. And yeah, it was getting a bit colder in the early part of the 70s and the late 60s. I remember that. 1974. 
the ozone will be depleted. It'll be gone. Over, it's done in just a couple of years. 1976. I love it when Al Gore and all these morons talk in terms of scientific consensus. The science is settled. Well, here's something we need to remember. The scientific consensus, the settled science was by 1976, the planet is cooling, famine is imminent, snowfall on Miami Beach every winter is going to be normal, and people in the northern half of the nation will freeze to death because there's no oil, no nothing to heat their homes. That's what they said. 1977. The Department of Energy. Yeah, yeah. Remember them? The Department of Energy. Peak oil, we're done by the 1990s. No more oil for you. Gone. 1978. There is just no end in sight for the cooling trend that's going to freeze the planet, kill the population, wipe out crops because we have no oil. 1980, acid rain will kill all life in every lake within 10 years. 1980, we kind of moved the, the, the bar a little bit. You know, we moved the goalpost again, peak oil by 2000. A little side note here. In the, we, we've discovered in the last decade, we have a 400-year reserve just in the United States that we know of. We're nowhere near a peak oil. 1988, regional droughts will happen in the 1990s. They never happened. 1988, temperatures in D.C. will hit record highs. Didn't happen. 1988, Maldive Islands will be underwater by 2018. They're not. 1989, sea levels will obliterate nations if nothing is done. And these, na- and these places will all be underwater before the year 2000. You know, 23 years ago. Hadn't happened. 1989. All of New York City's west side will be totally underwater by like five years ago. Didn't happen. Peak oil by 2020. Didn't happen. Then suddenly, because of the newfound global warming... Yeah, I know I'm running over, but I, I think you need to hear all this list. Children will not even know what snow is anymore <laughs> by the year 2000. Tell that to the kids in Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Watertown, Chicago. 2002. Within 10 years, there'll be a famine. And we're all going to be starving if we don't give up eating fish, meat, and dairy products. You see, this is a repetitive stuff. The same nonsense over and over and over again by these worship, by these earth-worshipping pagans. Britain will be like Siberia by 2024. Wait a minute, I thought they were going to be burning alive from climate change. Oh, here's one. 2005, the scientific consensus coming out of the places like the World Economic Forum. Manhattan, 
I'll take Manhattan. You've heard the song, New York City. Manhattan, because of global warming and melting ice caps and dead, you know, and all the dying polar bears is going to be totally underwater by the year 2015. 2006, super hurricanes every year, five and ten times more per year than ever before because of global warming. Then we had a 12-year hiatus of nothing hitting the United States and actually pretty mild hurricanes. 2008, Al Gore said the made it very clear that all the ice caps will be gone by 2018. Climate genius Al Gore predicted ice-free Arctic by 2013 as well. Climate genius Prince Charles, who now is the king, said way back 15 years ago, we only had, you know, like eight years to fix things or the, or the world is going to be dead. I guess we must have fixed it because we're still here. 2009, the UK Prime Minister says 50 days to save the planet from a total catastrophe. 50 days. 2009, climate genius Al Gore moves his 2013 prediction to 2014. Nine years ago. Still have ice. 2013, Arctic-free ice by 2015. 2014, we have 500 days left, and then we're going to have a climate chaos that can never be chaos that can never be stopped. We have to do it now. We need all your money, all your obedience. You need to shut your cars down, live in fear, and we, the elites, will fix it here in Davos. Excessive misery If it weren't for bad luck I'd have no luck at all Bloom, despair And agony on me You want to know something? Here we are in 2023 And you got Greta You know who I'm talking about Thunberg Still protesting Still talking nonsense And so my question to you, Greta, you are the climate queen. How are you going to convince everybody that everything that I just read to you is really going to happen someday? Considering your track record has been abysmal, none of this stuff has ever happened. And you keep pushing predictions off to 2050, 2070, uh, the year 2090. I mean, this is crazy. I'll be 100 years old in like 2050-something. And so everything that they're telling me, all these people in their 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s or 80s, like Klaus Schwab, when all these bad things now are being pushed, see, they're, they're getting smart. They're not putting anything that can happen within the realm of your lifetime and mine. Maybe a kindergartner's, possibly when they're 80, They've gotten smart because they're beginning to figure out we're figuring out. 
And so I'll get back to some of these stories, and then I want to move on to some other more important things. I am way over on this break, and I sincerely apologize. And I'm not going to have a whole lot of time in the next segment, but I think that it was important that I remind you that God is in control. The frauds at the WEF, God can basically, anything that they vote to do, God can undo and make them all look like fools, like he has been doing since 1966, according to this list. I'm working on a lot of things right now. And by the way, I'm feeling really good today. Don't know why. I'm beginning to get my energy back. I'm eating better, getting out of the house a little bit. I've got to. I'm not worrying about the future. There's some, yeah, there's some unresolved things we still do not know about uh, my long-term situation with, with this bladder cancer. It may be good. It may, may not. I don't care. I'm going to keep on keeping on as long as God gives me voice. And as long as you are supporting this ministry, I am going to be here. I got one little story I'll share on the other side, then I'm going to talk about some more positive things. We have to. If you believe in what we're doing, would you consider financial support? You can go to our website and you'll have, you'll find a link for support, which uses Give, Send, Go, a Christian organization, not a secular. And you can support us from there. And the website is truth2ponder.com. Truth, then you have the number two, ponder.com you can also email me bob at truth the number two ponder.com just let me know how you're listening i'd appreciate it or if you're so moved would you consider writing a check large or small money order mail it to ancient word radio make the check out to ancient word radio post office box 510 p.o box 510 the city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. Once again, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. Zip code 2. Four three one nine. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Hurt Factor coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. There are a lot of accounts of people in bondages, alcoholism, drugs, and and nothing could stop them. Nothing. Not that it was wrong, not that they were hurting themselves, but one day they saw the pain that their sin was causing to those they loved the most. And finally, only in seeing that, they stopped. It, 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 you know, and, and that it wasn't because it was even wrong that the sin was wrong. We knew or not, it wasn't even because they were hurting themselves, but because they were hurting another. Now you might say, Well, I'm not like that. I don't have any situation like that in my life, but you do. You see, every time you sin, every time we sin, you're hurting someone else. Maybe not someone you see, but someone else. And really, you're hurting the one who loves you the most. You're hurting the one who gave his life for you, who died for you, who died because of your sins. And so when you sin, you're hurting him. You're causing him pain. We're causing him grief, tears. It's what he wept for. 
if you won't stop that the sin because it's wrong, or if you won't stop because it's hurting your own life, stop your sin because you're hurting someone else, the one who loves you more than anybody else. You're hurting him. He loves you. He gave his life. And you don't want to cause him grief or hurt because it was enough that he went on the cross for you and me. Bless him now. Be done with that sin. Be finished once and for all. And bless and stop hurting the one who loves you. Now, want more? Ask for Heavenly Tears, Heavenly Smiles on CD. Now, the free gift for you, the mystery hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel, better than Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it's real. The mystery of the temple doors, you'll love it, and sapphires your daily spiritual vitamin supply for a victorious life in God. So how do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus really renamed Yeshua and dial. Just dial it. That's it. You, you'll be blessed. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. And you will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. And I invite you to minister with me in bringing the good news back to the people who gave it to you. To the Jewish people and to the unreached peoples of every tribe and tongue on five continents, you will be blessed. It's like sending a billion tracks around the world through Shoei Radio. We do it every week. Be part. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the nice Jewish boy box, 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy. It's box 1111. It's Lodi, New Jersey, and it's 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, bless him. He loves you. Shalom Nechem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah Yeshua, our salvation. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Thursday. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Once again, how do I thank you? How do I thank you for the prayers you've given me? Today and yesterday have been some of the best days since all of this nightmare began with the bladder cancer. I feel better. And I know so many of you are praying for me. And while I don't know the fullness yet of what's going to transpire, I just don't. I'm leaving it in God's hands. I believe there's still a ministry and a purpose for me with this radio show. And most important, to give you hope in these really weird and uncertain times. Many of the churches we once could count on 50, 60, 70 years ago, well, they're absent without leave. They've gone apostate. They're just ineffective. And they're not even a part of the body of Christ in many cases any longer. You know it and I know it. That's the truth. I'm talking to a friend of mine. How do we deal with that? I mean, I, I really believe there are places in the United States that trying to find a fellowship of believers in your community is getting increasingly difficult. Even where we have a home in the extreme southwestern corner of Virginia, there are a lot of churches out there, a lot of aging out churches, a lot of social justice churches, some churches that do a lot of wonderful theatrics with light shows and and praise bands and preacher and, and preachers in jeans and what have you and and I think you know where I stand on that I, I'm deeply concerned that people are not being fed the fullness of God's word 
and they're lulling themselves into a false sense of security. That's why I'm working on a couple of projects, and I want you to pray about it. I've got a few ideas, and I'm trying to build a platform. It's not hard to do. I'm looking at a couple of radio platforms, some music, some talk and teaching. Might even work with others to produce a couple of short-form or medium-form videos. And I've thought about this, and I want your opinion. I want your opinion on this one. And this is if my health improves. And yeah, it's going to take a an investment from my wife and I. If, if, if I can't find the support from you, I'll do it myself. What if we came up with small church and made it available online for those that have nowhere else to go? I want your opinion on that one. Seriously. My wife keeps saying, I need to do this. And I'm going, honey, I'm weak. I have a hard enough time getting up sometimes and, you know, getting to the little boy's room fast enough as I'm healing. But if God grants me healing, should I, should I work in that direction? I think that I should. I think preaching the wholeness and fullness of God's word, put it in the light of prophecy, put it in the light of, you know, I don't need to get into some super secret revelation. It's all there for you. And you and I may differ on opinion on certain issues, but the one thing we I don't think you and I differ with, Jesus is coming again. We are going to face hard times. Whether this is the great tribulation or just another time of intense tribulation, we do not know. And anybody that says they know for certain, I would be very questionable. It could be, but I'm not going to say that it is. Trust me, I can't do that. But God has laid in my heart, prepare my people. Help my people. Guide my people. Get my people who are in this world out of this world. I may never have a ministry the size of uh, Charles Stanley or, you know, the famous people, Chuck Swindoll. But those that God leads my way, I will care for because they are the sheep in the pasture that God has placed me as a shepherd. So pray about it. Give me your opinion. I want to know. I really do. My email, Bob, at truththenumber2ponder.com. I mean, I could do this. I could do a church service on radio. I can do it as a video. I can do it in a lot of locations. And I know the perfect place to do it from. If you want to find out more, ask me and I'll tell you. By the way, one little quick story. This will just take seconds. I meant for this in the first segment. You know, a lot of people question, Bob, why do you question the things in Ukraine? Ukraine good, Putin bad. Why are you so... Um, not so on board because the World Economic Forum, the latest update from yesterday, real simple. The leadership at the World Economic Forum is 100% behind Ukraine. That makes me suspicious right up front. These people do not care about you. These people want to enslave you and I believe they're using this war in Ukraine as just an, another means to that end. 
And the United States keeps sending billions of dollars there with no audit. Corporations that are in the military-industrial complex getting filthy rich. And the filthy rich at the World Economic Forum, the billionaire class, they think this war is good. They want to keep it going for a long time. Trust me on that. This is not, they don't want to win it. They want to keep it going. Fear, fear, and more fear. They didn't want Afghanistan to go away. It went for 20 years. So always be suspect. If you get a group like the World Economic Forum, all in agreement, all in agreement, that this war good, Putin bad. Remember, it's a Democrat party in the United States that blamed Putin for the election of Donald Trump. That turned out to be lie after lie after lie. The fact that Adam Schiff is not in prison after being tried for treason, for lying to the American people, lying in, of all things, an impeachment hearing. He committed perjury over and over and over again, and he thinks he can just get away with it. Because he can. you got Merrick Garland now as the leader of the Department of Injustice. That's another guy that probably should be in prison himself. The man's a despicable reprobate. And this is the group that wants to, Ukraine, good, Putin, bad. They blame Russia for everything. If I was Putin, being blamed for stuff I didn't do, we're learning, you know, even even, uh, Blumenthal, you know, the stolen valor senator from Connecticut, another person that should be in prison just for stolen valor. He's broken the law on that one multiple times. The man should be rotting in prison for the next 20 years for stolen valor. But no, he's a United States senator and a filthy, stinking liar. He knew there was no Russian collusion with the Hunter Biden laptop or any of it, but he kept pushing it, even though they knew. The FBI knew. The 51 agents of our intelligence services, every one of those people should be rotting in prison for the rest of their miserable lives for what they have done to destroy America, push this horrible satanic agenda, including transgenderism and all of it. God's judgment is coming to this nation if you haven't figured it out. And it's going to come hard. It's going to be coming swift. It always does. Look at history. God will never be mocked. You can curse God all day long and they'll be quiet for a long, long time until the day that you've gone over the line that he has already set in the sand. Entire nations have been wiped off the face of the earth. Governments permanently destroyed, people in bondage for decades or centuries. And the United States, that has been so blessed by an almighty God, I keep saying, how much longer, God, will you tolerate all of what you're seeing across your your creation? How much longer will the nations that you blessed immensely keep cursing you without consequence. And I don't think it's much longer. 
whether it is the tribulation, the great tribulation, or just a really bad one, like I said before, I do not know. But something is about to give. Now, I also believe, and I, I said this, and I'm seeing it play out. I never knew, and I, I remember telling this to my wife back in August, that I kept waking up in the night with this thought, God is going to pull back a veil. People, some people are going to finally see the truth for the first time, and many will choose to remain blind. That's their, that's their prerogative. To buy into the light of their own damnation, according to 2 Thessalonians and other parts of Scripture, Many people that have been on the fence, unsure. Many that are beginning to pray, Lord, something doesn't seem right. Give me something. Their eyes are going to be open. And there's going to be some really hard times for some people. And yet others will continue to believe the lie. But I pray that many people's eyes will be open on so many topics and they're going to suddenly say, oh, my Lord. Deliver me from this evil. Deliver me from these people that have given their souls to the enemy of our souls, Satan himself. Please understand this. And, and I want you to, if you learn nothing more today, every pagan religion in the past that required infant sacrifice, which is the same thing as abortion and other things like it, to please that God is rooted in demonology. And it keeps coming back. Today it's just fancier because we have technology. But it is the same death wish and destruction wish. Every pagan religion that required bodily mutilation is no different than this transgenderism. We are seeing nothing more than the same satanic playbook playing out after thousands of years with no changes except a few terms and technology. I got a lot more and I'll have to wait till tomorrow. You're going to have to come back to listen to the rest of this program. Right now, if you believe in the work we're doing here, would you please consider a gift made payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 510. P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. The zip code is 24319. Once again, make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address, Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. You can also go to truth2ponder.com. Look for the support tab. You can help us from there as well. Tomorrow's going to be a full program. You're not going to want to miss it. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.